Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the On The Rocks podcast. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Patrick Saunders in studio by phone. And today on the show, we got a rapid fire Q&A edition for you here. And Patrick and I have not rehearsed this, but we're going to be doing a little improv questioning back and forth regarding the Rockies, their 2020 chances and the figures involved. So um, to start this off and Patrick, Right before the show, we promised we wouldn't drone on too long. So let's keep it rapid fire, and I'll start off with you. After bombing last season, what's going to be the Rockies' overall ERA this year? Oh, wow. Overall ERA was above five last year. I'll say some improvement. Overall ERA, 4.86. Ooh, 4.86. Okay, I like that. I'm going to go 4.91. And right. not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. and I think that's going to be uh, helped by a little improvement from some central figure figures, i.e., Kyle Freeland, and maybe the emergence of Chichi Gonzalez as a dependable, steady arm in the rotation. All right, your turn, Patrick. Not that, but not that we're going to drone on. Okay, <laughs> next question for you: Who's going to leave the Rockies in saves in twenty twenty? Scott Oberg, and I think that's the safe answer, although. You know, I don't think Bud Black has written off Wade Davis either. Uh, And if you look on the official depth chart online, of course, that doesn't mean much in Bud Black's eyes. But both guys listed as the closer. But I think it's going to be Oberg who gets the ball most and shuts the door the most. I'm going to contradict you. I'm going to say Wade Davis in a long season. I say Oberg, but I think the Rockies, for whatever reason, are stuck with Wade Davis. I think uh, he'll prove himself. I don't know how good he's going to be but I think the Rockies want to hand him that role. So out of the gate, I think he'll do be, he'll be okay. So I'm going to say Wade Davis will leave the team in saves. My question for you, you ready? I'm ready. I want you to name for me in a 60 game short run season, give me your top three most important Rockies players. Kyle Freeland has got to be number one. And I think that's surrounding Herman Marquez and John Gray. I think you and I feel a little more confident in the performance of those two heading into 2020. Will Freeland bounce back. He's number one. Number two, I'm going to say Wade Davis. And piggybacking off of your point, if they can get Oberg going really well like he was last year and Wade Davis returns to form, that could be a formidable back half of the bullpen. Number three, Rymel Tapia. Now with Desmond not playing, Left field, that job is his to take and run with. Will he explode in growth this year as he's been kind of priming to uh, some inattention to detail along, but can he put it all together this year? I think he will. Those are my three guys. Back to you. Who are your top three Rockies uh, in terms of importance for 2020? Well, it's Kyle Freeland, number one, without question, for all the reasons you gave. Uh, Kyle Freeland pitches well this year as essentially the number three starter. Uh, it's had an enormous boost for the Rockies. So all eyes on Kyle Freeland. Number two for me is going to be Trevor Story. And I'm going to tell you this. I think Trevor Story can put together in a short season has a chance to be an MVP candidate. I think he's going to be that good this year. So he he could carry this team for weeks on end on his back. So I, I think that's fantastic for Trevor Story. And my third guy, and you're probably going to be very amused at this, but I'm going to say the Irish penguin, penguin Daniel Murphy, uh, if he can actually play a decent first base and if he can return 
for a short season to form the Henry was, say, three seasons ago. I think that opens up a myriad of possibilities for the Rockies. So Freeland, Trevor Story, and the Irish Penguin. And folks, rapid fire Q&A edition of the On The Rocks podcast is Kyle Noom alongside Patrick Saunders. I'll move the show along here. And back to uh, a big picture question. Hey, we like to focus on baseball, but will there be baseball? Yes, the 60-game schedule is out, but you know you got a guy like National Pundit Buster Only recently putting the odds at completing the season at 0%. And uh, that's pretty, pretty glass half full or half empty, should I say, uh, mindset. Patrick, what is your percentage on us starting the season on time on July 23rd, 24th and the Major League Baseball season finishing with a World Series champion? You know what? I I love Buster. He's very tuned in. He's a great writer, great baseball guy. I'm going to disagree with him. I think being around the Rockies, seeing the protocol, see how serious the league teams are taking it. I'm going to say the chances of them getting through the entire season, including the playoffs, is about 60%. Uh, I think there's a legitimate chance uh, that this gets done. I know coronavirus is spiking everywhere. I know it's scary times, but MLB is in this to go for it, and I think they will do it, not without speed bumps, not without some ugly moments, not without a few key players being lost, but I think the season gets done. Your thoughts? I give it 50%, slightly lower than you, 50-50 shot. Uh, I think some of the early stumbles in the testing, the lack of testing, the lack of testing results, I think those are some red flags. Now, MLB blamed it on the 4th of July holiday weekend, but bottom line, you got one lab in Utah processing tests for three, 4,000 players and coaches, uh, turning them around throughout the season. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried about that part, so I'm going 50% as well as the coronavirus spikes factoring into that answer as well. Uh, next wow, question 50%, here. 50%? 50 You're going on a limb there, aren't you, Kyle? 50-50. Okay, are you, are you mocking me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to keep okay. the mocking to a minimum here. Uh, <laughs> next question here on the On The Rocks podcast. We discussed the closer role. Who will be the biggest bullpen surprise and bullpen failure? Patrick, go. Oh, wow, the biggest surprise. I'm going to say maybe not a surprise for you or me, but uh, Kenley. What's his first name? Tyler Kenley. There you go. Uh, For Rockies fans, I think he'll be a pleasant surprise. I think you and I both know the potential he has. Uh, The biggest disappointment. I don't know if it's going to be that a shock to anybody. I just don't see Brian Shaw ever coming back to the way he was. So uh, we have one surprise and one uh, disappointment, which is not that big a surprise of a disappointment, if that makes sense. Yep, I like those answers a lot. And to answer my own question, uh, biggest surprise, I'm going to go with Jairo Diaz. Not that, like Tyler Kinley, no, Kinley had a great season last year, not the Rockies, of course. Jairo Diaz had a pretty strong season last year. I think he's going to merge as a pillar in that pin. Biggest disappointment, I'm going to go Jake McGee. The the non the other obvious answer to your Brian Shaw answer. So uh, we'll see if McGee and Shaw can prove us wrong here after a couple tough seasons in Colorado. Your turn to put, pose the question, and we got time for a couple more, as Warren Miller would like to say with the Rocks. Okay, question for you. Don Arnado told me recently he wants to play in all 60 games. Uh, question for you, how many games will Nolan Arenado actually play in and who would be leading the team coming into September in terms of games played? I think Nolan Arenado is going to play in all 60 games. 
I don't think he'll play in the field in all 60 games, but you're talking such a short sprint. Now this is all, you know, provided he stays healthy, doesn't experience any of the arm tendonitis or anything that uh, he, he suffered the last couple of years, but I think he's going to play all 60 games. And you look at the amount of games he played in the 162 game slate over the last four years, 2016, he led baseball with 160 or led the national league, I should say. And then he's played 159, 156, and 155. Uh, and as I mentioned, battling was, I believe, was it last year, Patrick, or the year before that shoulder kind of tendonitis he was battling? Two years ago. It was Two a years. Playoff year. yeah, yeah. So, so despite that, playing nearly all 162, he will play all 60, and a couple of those will be at the DH. Interesting. Interesting. You know what? Now that we're on that topic, let me follow up. If Nolan goes 60, I would bet there's a good chance Trevor Story goes 60. Absolutely. No, saw, warriors, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, save, save for any haphazard headfirst slides, you know. Yep, yep. Okay, my question for you. You ready? I'm ready. Who's going to be a fifth starter and why? Wow, that's a pretty good question. I'm going with Chi-Chi Gonzalez. And, and the reason why is? The reason why is, well, Bud Black really seems to like him. Uh, and he likes him because he's a strike thrower Keeps the ball down. He's getting a lot of ground balls, at least he was during his success last year and, and his success in spring training 1.0. I think Black likes kind of the, the veteran savviness he has out there, the approach he brings, uh, as opposed to um, some of the other fifth uh, starter candidates, i.e. Jeff Hoffman, i.e. Peter Lambert. And Lambert, of course, had that forearm issue towards the end of spring training one. So Bud Black acknowledged he's going to kind of take things a little slower with him. So I got Chi-Chi Gonzalez. What about you? You know what? I'm tempted to go with Jeff Hoffman because I'd love to see him succeed. He's got talent, no question about it. But I think I think he ends up in a long reliever role as a hard thrower, guy with a big curveball. I think for consistency of what the Rockies want out of a fifth starter, I think you're right. I think Chi-Chi is going to be the guy. Sorry that we don't be a, get a little more controversial with that, but but I think that's that's probably the safe bet at this point. Your turn for a question for me. Okay, postseason question time. Will the Rockies be in contention in September? Let's start off with that. Will they be in contention in the final month of the season? Oh, yeah, considering there's only two months to the season, yes. Okay, so they're uh, not going to tank ask, out of the game. Ask the question in a different way. Ask the question, Mr. Newman. Are the Rockies going to be in contention the last two weeks of this season? Maybe. For a playoff spot. No. Okay. Maybe? Maybe. I'm going to say, uh, I'm sorry to say this, Rockies fans, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? Oh, okay. I'm going to say no. Um, I'm, the reason being, I hate to be a downer, and, you know, I want him to succeed. I think it'd be great. I'm just not sold on the depth of this pitching. Uh, and I think in this short sprint, depth of pitching is going to be enormous. And I just don't know if the Rockies have what it takes to stand with the big boys and get it done. I hope I'm wrong, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I hope you're wrong too. And so I guess I'm on the same page as you. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs as well. But one final question for to end the show. How many games will they miss out on the playoffs by out of that wild card? Oh, gosh. Uh, a handful. I'd say four or five, maybe something like that. You know, they'll they'll be sniffing at it toward the end, but I just don't think they've they've got what it takes to to get them into the postseason this year. Uh, they'll keep it interesting. They're not going to bomb. They're not going to be out of it early, 
but I, I think they're going to fall short by four or five games. I think they're going to fall short by one or two. Some Lodo oh, heartbreak. Heartbreak. And a further prediction that is not too far out of left field. I think it's going to be the boys in blue that derail the Rockies postseason dreams again with another dominant season against the Rockies. But we'll see. I hope not. I hope to, you know, shut all those LA people up with this home with this hometown Rockies by just I don't know. I don't see it. So you think you think the Dodgers are going to win the NL West again? Absolutely. And it's, it's shortened form. I think they're going to breeze to it. Oh, wow. Breeze to it. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, if you want to go to Negative Town, you know, <laughs> you know, take the subway to Negative Town. That's fine. Wow. Quoting Bud Black there, and actually he misquoted him because it's take the train, not the subway. Um, but I appreciate all your camaraderie and sniping at me on this podcast, Mr. Saunders. And folks, thank you for listening in to the On the Rocks podcast. This has been our rapid fire Q&A edition as we prime up for the 2020 60 game sprint scheduled to be begin in Texas for the Rocks here in a couple and, weeks. And I have one more thing to add. Can I, can I suggest a, a new nickname for one Kyle Newman? If it's good. 50-50. <laughs> wow. You think that's funny? You know what? You and I are going to meet up in person after this. All right. <laughs> Uh, sorry. 50 listen, 50-50. That's a safe that's a safe bet, okay? 50-50. My point entirely. Okay. Sorry, I'm shutting up now. Okay, Patrick, thanks for coming on the show. Folks, thanks for listening in. Denverpost.com slash Rockies for more coverage. And until next time, take, take it, it easy. easy.